0: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturers' specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at Repcoservice.com.
1: We love our dogs, they love to race. Check out grnz.co.nz for everything New Zealand Greyhounds. This is Dog Speed with Mark Rosanowski, Andy McCook, and
2: Ricardo Ball on ECNZ.
3: The dogs are talking, the dogs are talking.
2: And a very good morning. we got two scratchings, you know, Ricardo Ball and Andy McCook this week, so it's Mark Rosinowski with you, only flying on one wing. But I've got four special guests to get us through what will be a very interesting hour and some... New voices too, we're going to start with the familiar, but some new voices coming up as well uh, over the next 60 minutes here on Dog Speed, brought to you by Greyhound Racing New Zealand. Check out grnz.co.nz for all the latest form, information, race replays. Of course, we've got a meeting out at Monaco today where we'll be chatting to a trainer, relatively new trainer here in New Zealand too, that we'll have a chat to uh, a little later and might be able to get a guide to a decent priced each way bet, we hope, uh, a little later on. Auckland Greyhound Racing Club we have 13 races from race number 1 through to 13. We're getting around the country today. We'll finish the hour with young Sammy Phillips who is now based at uh, Foxton. Sammy went very well on Friday with uh, two of her runners, a winner in Thrilling Maple and uh, placing from a dog called Wonder who's been posting some pretty decent times for her. Peter Hederick will join us. Peter's got a pretty interesting background and he has become prominent in race books in the north over the past uh, six months or so. We'll get Peter's backstory. And also, as it's Adopt-A-Greyhound Month here in April, we're going to catch up with uh, Rachel Ray from Night Rave Greyhounds. That coming up soon. But we begin with a, uh, a familiar voice, one we've had on before. Very successful breeder. And owner Robin Wales from Opawa Racing, but a somber start to the show because during the week um, we lost Graham Campbell, who was an integral part of Opawa Racing. He's passed away. His funeral this coming uh, Wednesday in Christchurch. Robin Wales, we say a very good morning to you.
3: Good morning to you, Rose, and to the listeners.
2: Yeah, thank you, Robin. Um, Look, uh, let's just talk about Graham Campbell, the person that he was. I'd imagine he's been uh, friends with you for a very long time. He's been in a lot of photos and a lot of videos with uh, Opawa Racing Success. Tell us a wee bit about uh, Graham and how he became uh, involved in Opawa Racing with you.
3: Yeah, well, I've known Graham for 50 years um, and we've always been interested in the racing game, mainly the horses. And... uh, It just evolved from there. It was always horses. And then one day, Bob Smolenski told us we should own a couple of greyhounds, which we decided, well, we would try it. And it just escalated from there. And Graham's been a a real part of the whole greyhound scene. He loved the dogs. Absolutely loved them. Uh, He did indeed. He's going to be solely consistent. Look, he will be, All Robin, right.
2: and obviously you lost um, you lost uh, Toddy as well, Ron Todd there, going back about three years uh, now. But at least you've got uh, some fantastic memories, but will Opawa Racing continue with, with you?
3: Yeah, well, it'll still continue. Graham wanted to stay involved. He wanted the um, his estate to stay involved, and uh, Ron Todd's estate is still involved. But we'll see what happens down the track, but it, it makes the whole thing a bit different than, you know, it was great when you got your mates involved with you, but when they're not around any longer, it makes it harder. To, it makes you wonder whether it's worthwhile continuing, but we will continue for a while and see what happens.
2: Well Robin I know you're very dedicated I think you're up at 4 o'clock again this morning as per usual Um, but one great thing I guess about um, you've had a lot of success over the past two decades but certainly in recent times there and what would have been towards the end there for Graham you've got some outstanding New Zealand breeds would you say the last couple of years have been the best in terms of the breeding program that you've been doing?
3: Well I think it has been Uh, we've been lucky to get some good results you know and you know, it is. It's hard to judge what a litters going to be like when you you mate it up and everything like that, and until and you break them in and you know start racing them, you know they they um, you never know exactly how they're going to go. But we have been very lucky with some of our litters lately, and you know, there's quite outstanding dogs, and in, in my opinion. And
2: hopefully it may continue. You're not just opinion either, Robin. You have got some truly uh, outstanding New Zealand-bred greyhounds. Let's talk about the, the dog that's yeah, at the peak of his powers, a power superstar. He ran second in the New Zealand derby uh, last start. And it would have been nice to have grabbed the derby for, uh, for Graham. But uh, nonetheless, I'm, I'm sure you were delighted with the performance.
3: Oh yes, certainly, certainly. We've never won a derby, and uh, but no, we were wrapped to run second, and we got beaten by a dog that was better on the day. And you know, you can't begrudge that. It was we we went uh, real good, but we just weren't good enough.
2: He's truly phenomenal your bloke though uh, Robin, he's won a couple of uh, group ones already, he's uh, been placed in a couple of very good group ones as well he's been once out of the money in 28 starts and of course many of those starts he's been racing against the top I see he's back on Thursday uh, at Eddington, race number 9 at 7.11, he's drawn up in box number 8, do you know how well he's come through the derby?
3: Uh, I know that he would be 100%, I know that Dave will not start the dog unless it is 100%, uh, because he did have a couple of wee issues. So he definitely will be 100% if he starts, and the way I see it, he'll definitely be starting. So um, hopefully everything goes good for him.
2: Well, Dave, you mentioned, of course, is uh, Dave Fahey. Dave and Jean train well, what tend to be your better dogs, Robin? Is that how it still works when you when you break them in? You pass the better dogs on to, to Gene and Dave and, and train some of the others yourself? And, of course, I know there are other trainers too around the country who have got a pair of dogs too, of course.
3: Yeah, well, we've always done that. It was something that we agreed amongst ourselves, me, Graham, Campbell, and Ron Todd, and myself. We decided that, you know, seeing Dave had helped us so much that he would continue... To to have the first choice on all the dogs and that's been going like that for years i know that some of my staff get very upset when a good dog like superstar goes to the phase, um, but that's the way we've always done it and that's the way we will continue with it Although now Robin, I'm going in- to see, although now what i will be doing is cutting back the racing side of it and hopefully just doing break-ins and then what I'm looking at doing is sending a lot of the dogs away to trainers before they are, uh, um, before before I work them up to cut the workload back off us here at the farm.
2: Robin, you also had uh, a Power Goat making the uh, derby final. I see he's got Box 1 up against Superstar on Thursday there and a Power Wayne as well making the derby. So that uh that uh, chase to, to win the derby, you went close this year, but is that sort
3: of a, a burning passion for you in the future? Well, it would have been nice to win it, but um, it's just not our race, that's all. So um I think you you try and win any any big race like that and you know, it's if you're lucky enough to do it it's, it'd be great. We'd we'd love to do it. But um uh the end of the day, it's like with Graham Graham Campbell. You know, it didn't matter whether it was a maiden race or a C one race, you know, or or, or a big, you know, group race. He he loved the thrill, and especially, you know, if, if the dog was good enough and it won, he he loved it. Yeah.
2: We're chatting with uh, Robin Wales here on Dog Speed on SENZ. Um, Hey, look, maybe your your next uh, batch of uh, Derby prospects uh, might be turning out uh, now, Robin, because I saw a race last week out of Addington where a dog called Opawa Barrel from the latest Dream K-Litter won in a 30-20, beating Opawa Warrior, a young dog by American Warrior, out of your former uh, superstar bitch, uh, Opawa Shackley. And Warrior had qualified very well, was favourite to win that race, but Barrel got uh, got past Warrior late in the piece. I see they're lining up again uh, on uh, Monday in race number three. Are they two of the, the best really young dogs you've got going now?
3: Well, they are two of uh, uh, hopefully a few others that we've got going. Um, no, we've got some nice, we have got some nice young dogs going, and I think the American Warrior, um, uh, while it's only had four four matings, I I think it's, you know uh, we certainly I'm wrapped with our with our dogs that we've got from American Warrior. So um uh, I certainly recommend people use him because he's he's a good good sire and I good New Zealand well, he's not New Zealand bred, but he's a good New Zealand sire and I think he's well worthwhile using, you know. The dogs that we've got are running close to thirty seconds and, and- That's
2: good. Robin, in that same race on Monday, race number three, with a power barrel up against a power warrior again, you've got a power rider uh, that you still train yourself, uh, a brother to warrior out in box number eight. I see he qualified quite nicely behind a power barrel. So what can we expect from rider in that race?
3: Well, I thought originally I weren't going to run it than that because I thought I could set the dog for a punt. The dog is pretty smart. (laughs) That's smart. It shouldn't, should, the other two dogs should be too good for it, but it is a very smart dog rider.
2: Okay, I'm noting him down. Uh, and Opawa Elegance, a sister out of that, who ran third in that race last week behind Barrel and Warrior. Were you pretty happy with her performance?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nice. I thought she would run third. Uh, no, she's she's a nice, she's she's a nice bitch, and uh, I think she'll improve with her, over a bit of time. So, no, very nice.
2: Well, Robin, it seems like you've still got uh, plenty to get you out of bed very, very early <laughs> to 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 motivate you to do those log hours each and every day. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Although um, it does wear you down after a while. But no, no, we we've been very lucky, very lucky, and privileged to be involved with some good people.
2: Well, Robin, on behalf of uh, Dog Speed, obviously, we offer our condolences to uh, the family and friends of of Graham Campbell, and and especially to you, uh, Robin, having lost Ron, as we mentioned earlier, Ron Todd, and and, and now Graham. And all the best to you for what will be a a fairly sombre week. Yeah,
3: yeah. Thank you very, very much. Thank you.
2: It is Robin Wales from uh, Opawa Racing. Looking forward to seeing Opawa Superstar back in action this coming Thursday. Uh, at uh, Eddington, and uh, look look out for those uh, good young Opawa dogs. Race three tomorrow, Opawa Barrel versus Opawa Warrior again. Opawa Rider in there, and note down, Rider too, in uh, Robin Wales' team. And yeah, he said, uh, might only run third tomorrow, but uh, look out for him in the future. You are with Dog Speed on SENZ, an association with Greyhound Racing New Zealand. And don't forget to check out all of the information on grnz.co.nz. Very shortly, we're going to talk about Night Rave Greyhounds Rehoming with Rachel Ray. We're here just with uh, Mark Rosinowski this morning, we say, uh, Get well to uh, to Andy McCook. Speaking of Love Greyhounds, I don't know if you've checked out lovegreyhounds.org.nz yet, but there's just some great videos on there. Greyhounds just uh, loving their time and loving being with people they are with. Check it out if you haven't, lovegreyhounds.org.nz. And speaking of loving. Greyhounds. It is Adopt a Greyhound Month, International Adopt a Greyhound Month, April, and we have been talking to some of the uh, great mates uh, adoption partners with GRNZ throughout this month. And this morning, I'm going to have a chat with Rachel Ray from Night Rave Greyhounds, who are one of the partners. Rachel, very good morning.
0: Good morning, Mark. Nice
2: to be here. Hey, look, uh, thanks for coming on. Tell us about uh, Night Rave and how it came about, and how you came to be associated with Greyhound Racing New Zealand and what you do.
0: Absolutely. Um, Night Rage Greyhounds is uh, one of the official um, rehoming partners with Greyhound Racing New Zealand, as you've correctly said. Um, we've been operating since 2012. We were initially quite small. Um, we um, used to work very, very closely with Greyhounds' pets ourselves personally, and um, we just felt we had something else to offer um, in the rehoming arena, so we... Um, set up Night Rave Greyhounds to help some of those dogs that perhaps needed a little bit of extra training and also help some of the new pet owners that perhaps needed a little bit of extra, more personal support than could be offered by our larger organisation. So we set up in 2012, just sort of operating out of our back door effectively. Um, In 2016, Greyhound Racing came to us and offered us some funding and we're now the second largest rehoming agency in the country.
2: Well, Rachel, when you say the second largest, what, what does that mean in terms of numbers? How many greyhounds would you rehome in a year?
0: We rehome approximately 200 greyhounds a year. Um, and that's nationwide, um, although we don't have a presence in the top of the North Island. Uh, we do do adoptions in Auckland, but we don't have a base up there ourselves.
2: So, Rachel, Night Rave itself, I think, is based in Fielding, but you have other sort of um, satellite venues, if you like, around the place. <laughs>
0: That's right, we do. Yes, our main base is in Fielding in the Manawatu. Um, we have a new base coming online right now over in Central Hawkes Bay in Waipukurau. Um, we have a wonderful small base in Picton um, on a wonderful organic farm. Um, we have quite a large base in Christchurch. Um, yeah, so we've we've got got a presence in a lot of places.
2: You talk about we, and I imagine just having what you've you know, told us there, that, that you must have quite a big or a pretty decent support team around you.
0: We certainly do. We have some absolutely wonderful people working with us. Um, myself and Fatima Arvich are the directors, and uh, we run the Manawatu and the Central Hawke's Bay um, bases ourselves. Um, we've got the marvellous Maya Balton operating in Picton for us. Um, we have Desiree Hanson and Karen Davies in Christchurch who are just outstanding. We really have some wonderful people, plus a huge volunteer network, people who do a lot of fostering for us, people who walk dogs, people who support us in all sorts of ways. And look, they're all just just marvellous. We couldn't do it without
4: them.
2: So you're funded by Greyhound Racing New Zealand. Are there other ways that you, you try uh, and, and raise other revenue? Because obviously, you know, we could all do with more money.
0: absolutely yes we are fully funded by greyhound race in new zealand as are at least most of the rehoming partners um and um but yes of course there's always extra expenses there's always dogs needing extra vet care that you know may not have been in the budget that sort of thing um and uh so yes we we run an online shop um where we make and sell collars coats um all sorts of things we also source grooming kits um toys, things like that. Basically, whatever you need for your pet greyhound, you can find in our online store.
2: Speaking of online, I've been on your website and um, there's um, some lovely looking dogs you've got there and uh, and a little chat about each of them as well and and, and some lovely photos too of of greyhounds that you've got that are ready to be rehomed now?
0: That's right. That's right. Yes, there's quite a few on there at the moment. Um... It's always only a representative sample of the dogs that we do have available for rehoming, um, especially in our Manawatu base, um, where we may have other dogs that either are completely ready or may be ready, but only for a specific family. Um, so if you don't see a dog that you that, that you like on our website or in our advertising, please get in touch anyway, because a lot of the time, a lot of dogs go straight to families without coming online, without ever being advertised as being ready for adoption, because we may
2: have someone waiting who's perfect for that dog. Rachel, I challenge anyone to go down that list of greyhounds that you've got on that website and not to fall in love with one of those (laughs) at the very least, I would say. But it's good to know that anyway, that there are others (laughs) that that are possible. But um, look, um, just just in terms of bringing people who would like to adopt a greyhound and the right greyhound together, how does the process work with Night Rave?
0: Generally, we expect people to contact us first. Um, Our our pre-adoption questionnaire is on our website, but um, you do need to contact us for the link to that unless you've got it from somebody else. Um, If you're not able to do that online, we'll do it with you over the phone or in person if that's better. Um, Always in the past, we've arranged a home visit, but obviously um, with the uh, current pandemic situation, that isn't always possible. So depending on... Um, everybody's comfort level and where you are we may just do a Zoom meeting or something like that. Um, if we can get face to face if that's great with everybody's health status and um, and with their comfort level then we will do that because obviously um, if we can get to know you then we can help you with your dog that much better. Um, once you've sent in your application we'll go ahead and sort out some dogs for you to either meet or we might just send you some profiles if if you're not going to be able to come and visit the dogs themselves for whatever reason. Um, And basically once we've decided on a dog that's a good match or you've met some dogs and made a choice, uh, then we'll look at placing it into your home as soon as we possibly can.
2: Rachel, you referred to greyhounds that need sort of that little bit extra and that maybe you kind of specialise in that a, a, a little in terms of greyhounds that maybe are they just a little harder to get ready for rehoming
0: than others? Some dogs need, need more, um, and that will vary on the dog. You know, dogs can have different needs. Um, some of them need extra training around other pets, cats, more dogs, that sort of thing, so that they can be safely walked, you know, um, down the street by, by their new owners. Um, other dogs may have different sorts of issues. They might have some separation anxiety, something like that. We work with dogs that have any form of issues, Um, that arrive from racing and don't appear to settle immediately into pet life. And I would like to say that between 90 and 95% of greyhounds do walk out of racing ready to settle into pet life. So it's a very small percentage of dogs that actually need those extra services that we can provide. Um, And so basically our Manawatu Centre is the training centre for those dogs.
2: So, Rachel, um, first port of call, best place to go in terms of somebody wanting to adopt and to work with NightRave through that, uh, nightrave.co.nz?
0: Absolutely, or come onto our Facebook page, just search for NightRave on Facebook, and you'll come onto either our South Island or North Island page. It doesn't really matter which page you contact, we'll put you in touch with the people that are closest to you.
2: Rachel, look, Congratulations to you, to Fatima, and to the team that you mentioned there uh, by name around the country for what you've been able to achieve since 2012 and uh, going into the future. We wish you all the very best.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you for your time.
2: It's uh, Rachel Ray from Night Night Rave Greyhounds, nightrave.co.nz. You check out that uh, website and have a scroll through of some of those greyhounds that are... uh, there to be uh, rehomed some uh, some gorgeous dogs with uh, wonderful personalities. You're with Dog Speed on SENZ with Greyhound Racing New Zealand. There's a meeting at Monaco today, as there is just about every Sunday of the year. Actually, not last Sunday because it was Easter Sunday and we weren't on either. But um, with our back, of course, this week at Monaco, and they've got a 13 race card starting from 12:35 this afternoon, and we are going to be having a chat to a trainer who's. Name has popped up in race books relatively recently. You may not know too much about him. I certainly didn't before I chatted to him yesterday. But he does have a racing background. But he does come from somewhere far north of where you are listening now. I would anticipate, unless you're listening overseas, we'll be back re- very shortly with Peter Hederick <laughs> Mark Rosanowski, with you on Dog Speed this morning. Don't forget to go to grnz.co.nz for all the form and information, news, previews, reviews. And if you're looking at the Auckland Greyhound Racing Club meeting at Monaco today, 13 races from 12.35. And catch all of the uh, latest Greyhound replays. Uh, check out form, stewards report, anything you might need. And a team we will follow today is that of Peter Hedrick. He's got three runners in today. But before we discuss their prospects. I'm very keen to hear the backstory story of, of Peter Hitterick, a man whose uh, name's only been in the race book for the past few months. Very good morning to you, Peter. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Look, very well. Thanks for coming on. Now, I believe that to uh, to get your background, we have to go to the north of
4: Queensland. Yes, mate. Rockhampton, in fact. Um, yes. About eight hours north of um, Brisbane. Um, so, yeah.
2: Now, you've got a background in racing, but more on the galloping side of things.
4: Uh, Yes, mate. Yeah, my my granddad, my dad and my uncle were all jockeys um, and then went to training. Um, So, yeah, it was um, more or less born on the back of a horse, you could say. But, uh, yeah, been in with gallopers all my life, Um, apart from having a, a few years break. But, yeah, so... And what about yourself, well, Peter? Did you uh, did you get
2: in the did did you get in the saddle yourself?
4: I had I did have a go, but yeah, no, not real good at it, not real good at it. So I um just stayed on the ground and helped dad with the horses and and um yeah, helped him drain them. That's about my that was about my go.
2: <laughs> so, Peter, where did the transition come uh, from from gallopers to to greyhound racing?
4: Um, well, I I moved over here. Um, to New Zealand um, to be with my daughter about four or five years ago now and we just come to the races here one um one Sunday uh Tanya and myself and yeah and I just went from there we got to know Ross and Lynn Udy, um and then um one thing led to another I gave him my number and we end up getting a dog and um yeah and then um I got my hand, hand was licensed with Ross and Lynn and that's yeah that's how it all transitioned from there and um, have it look back. Great now Peter had had you had any experience with greyhounds while you're in uh, Rockhampton? Um, My dad had had a a mate of his um, who used to be a a trainer over in Rockhampton uh, Normie Moore and he had greyhounds and dad um, got into a couple of the greyhounds with him but apart from um, apart from that no not really that's I used to go to the greyhounds over in, in, in Rocky and I used to love going to the dogs and um, watch them go around and that. But yeah, not much um, experience with them at all until um, until I uh, come over here and, and met up with Ross and Lynn and everything went from there. I got my handler's license, like I said, and yeah, everything uh, transitioned from there. So,
2: having had that experience with the horses in the past, is there anything out of that that you've been able to translate to the greyhounds
4: in your, in your training of your, your team? Um, yeah, more, it's it's, it's it's hands-on, I like to be like hands-on, I was always hands-on with our gallopers, um, never had a real big team, um, the more you can focus into your, into your, well, your horses at that time was, was better um, and I think it's the same with the dogs, you know, like um, yeah, it's more or less more or less the, the same, but a smaller stature, you know. Like they um, you don't have to work them as hard, um, like you do the horses and stuff like that. But yeah, no, it's um, not much different. But yeah, it's um, yeah, no, it's it's quite good actually. You're based at Clevedon,
2: there, I see, uh, Peter, and um, you've got three runners in today. So how big is your team at the stage?
4: Um, I've got five, five uh, at the moment. I've only got four racing, but um, yeah, I've got, I've got five dogs there yeah, at the moment.
2: And three of them are in today. We'll talk about their prospects in a moment, but look, how, how big are you planning to take that? Are you going to keep it as a small team? You know, I see you've set up uh, Zen Star Racing. Uh, would you like to get more? Have you got the ability to get more where, where you are in your property?
4: Um, we could we could get more um, i 'd like to get more um a little bit down the track, not just at the moment, but certainly down the track i 'm looking for uh, i 'll be you know looking for some more for for some more dogs, but um yeah, I want to get a little bit bigger, but you know if I could get up to say twelve dogs, I reckon like that 'll be enough for me. I can just keep doing it by myself with Tanya at home helping and Zoe, my daughter um so yeah, between the three of us, I think we can um yeah, we can achieve our goals um, that we want to set out um, in front of us. So, yeah, no, it'll be quite good.
2: Let's hope you can kick a goal today. Race 4, number 8, Big Time Crusade. You've got a couple of uh, Big Times recently in your kennels, and uh, they line up today, Big Time Crusade and Big Time Mossy. they both uh, started for you on Thursday at Cambridge. Now, Crusade only beat one home, but what did you make of that run, and how was he for today?
4: Um, yeah, well when I got him he um he lost a little bit of weight, um, and he didn't really settle in. Um but now probably the last week he's he's settled in a little bit more and he's uh, yeah, he's starting to thrive now and he's starting to go up a little bit in weight and stuff. So um yes, and I, I really liked the way he finished off probably the last twenty, thirty metres of the race on Thursday. Um and that was his first look at the track I I never trialed him down there. It was his first run at the track. Um, I'm very happy with the way he's going. Um, um today he's a he'll be a chance today. Uh, box eight. He's had a look at the track already. So um yeah, I um I was very happy with his run the other day on Thursday. Very happy. Going forward, um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's encouraging to know and
2: often um for people who are not familiar with greyhound racing, that you know, that it's that last 50 metres in the run to the lure sometimes that can tell you a bit about a dog and, and how they're feeling and how they might progress. He's up against a couple of dogs today uh, Portland Timmy, he's uh, a nice young dog of the Crakes, and Buckland Boy, who was a winner there at Cambridge. But race four, number eight, big time crusade. Bookies have him 13 and two dollars and seventy cents. Don't forget, top four options, not bad around dogs paying that sort of price too. Let's go to race number six, Peter. And dog eight, there is big time Mossy. Now, I've seen a bit of her and I I don't mind where she's drawn here. Now she ran third for you on Thursday, quite a close third as well. So um, was that uh, above your expectations?
4: Uh, yeah, it was. I I took her down on Monday and I um, trialed her over three twenty five, and she went really good. Um, and I have trialed her here um, at Auckland, and she went really good as well. Um, I was very. I was. I didn't know how she how she raced. Um, just going by the replays, of course, but. Um, yeah, I was very happy with the way she she went on Thursday. Um, like, and another another couple of strides, and she nearly wins the race. She was coming home quick. So, um, and as you know, Mark, she's a 410 dog. Uh, she's a strong little bitch. Um, but yeah, I think today drawn out an eight um, will suit her right down to the ground. Yeah,
2: I agree. Um, look, she's up against Ten After Four, who's a very promising young dog. It's won two from two, and Ten After Four is a dollar forty-five with the book. Uh, Mossy's at nine and, and two dollars, but she certainly looks like a decent place prospect, at least, and, uh, and a possibility for the Maltese. I think you have a bit of fun with those two big times, uh, Peter. And then we'll go to your, your Kennel Star race nine. You've got box eight again. It's all about the eight for you today. Uh, Zoe Star, yeah. who I assume is named after you.
4: I assume you've named her after your daughter. Yeah, she is. She's um, named after my daughter Zoe. Um, we wanted Zen Star Zoe, but we end up with Zoe Star. So, but uh, that's all good. Yeah. So um, no, she's going really well. Um, she's um, had a couple of runs back now from a break. Um, I um, I think she'll be near a top today. Um, I think she's a really good chance from box eight. Um, yeah, I think um, she's got enough enough pace to to go forward and. and put herself in the race. Yeah, she had that,
2: that fairly lengthy layoff. Uh, Peter, what was the reason for that? Was that a season or an injury?
4: No, she um, she was cramping up. She cramps up um, She cramps up really bad um, in her hind legs. Um, but, um, yeah, she's a little bit of work we put into her, taking her to the beach um, and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's done her the world of good um, and she's um, overcome that now, so She's um, yeah, she's she's back to back to where she was before. Um, yeah, so let's um, let's hope uh, everything goes all right.
2: She's at six fifty and two twenty with the book, and it looks a winnable race on paper there, Peter. Do you you see her as perhaps your best each way prospect of the day?
4: Yes, I do. I think she's um, she's a real real big chance, and I, I thought um, big time Molly Mossy um, was a a good good each way chance as well. So um, yeah,:
2: Excellent. Well, there's a couple we can have a go on uh, each way. Um, Peter, look, really nice to chat to you. Good to hear your uh, your story, and um, glad you're here in New Zealand and, and boosting the, the trainers' ranks there uh, in the north, and we wish you all the best for today and the future.
4: Thank you very much, Mark. Appreciate it.
2: It's uh, Peter Hederick, uh, formerly of Rockhampton, but uh, now training small team of greyhounds out of uh, Clevedon. And uh, with uh, three chances in today, we've discussed their uh, possibilities. And a couple there, we can probably have a dollar each way on by the sounds. And keep an on, Crusade, as well, in a start or two, uh, he'd be worth following as well. you with Dog Speed on SENZ, another relatively new trainer, if you like, coming soon. Out of the central districts, it's uh, Sammy Phillips. We'll hear her story shortly on Dog Speed. (laughs) And we're in the home straight here at 14 minutes away from midday on Dog Speed with Mark Rosinowski this morning. I'm joined by uh, Sammy Phillips, a young woman originally out of the Taranaki. She's now based in Foxton. And as we link in with you this morning, Sammy, I understand you're out there running a few dogs?
1: Yep, no, just finished Rosso, all done
2: now. Okay, good, good. We've caught you at a good time then. Hey, Sammy, you've got uh, a couple of greyhounds that you train uh, on your own account, and they both raced on Friday, and uh, a winner with uh, with thrilling Maple. Tell me about her.
1: Yeah, um, she's my little mate as um, Maple. She's always been such a happy-go-lucky dog, and she's settled in really, really well coming down here, and I um, couldn't be more proud of her with what she's doing at the moment. She's a really nice little dog.
2: So you got her out of uh, Karen Walsh's team, I understand, by Thrilling Boris, as is your other racing greyhound at the moment, Wonder.
1: Yeah, no, um, a real credit to Karen for giving me the chance with these two girls. Um, they've they've just been amazing since I've got them. They've always, you know, done the right thing and always put their best paw forward out there. So I can't be more happy with them, and for Karen and Gary to give me the chance with them.
2: Look, um. I know she paid $10 on Friday on the tote, Sammy, but I mean, that win wasn't unexpected. She had been going pretty well for you in, in recent times, coming off a, a little bit of a break.
1: Yeah, she um actually did a little bit of a slight hip strain back in February, so she had a couple of weeks off, and that was right in the middle of my move down here, so she had that time off and settled in really well, and she had a nice um, quality trial with Blink and Lily and uh, Sparkle Pony and Be Lucky Banjo, and... She actually really impressed, we didn't expect her to go as good as she did, and then went to Cambridge and come back, and the wins were um, not far away.
2: Yeah, let me tell you, I saw that trial, and I, I back to both days at Cambridge, look, she did run well with her placings second and third, but she can be a wee bit tricky from the traps, can't she, And that she's, she's not always the quickest in to stride, which obviously makes it tougher in a greyhound race.
1: Yeah, no, she's never had the best box manner, she's always a little bit tardy out of the boxes, but she's... Um, got a real good hit on it and she always is um, looking for a gap and she always seems to either find one or find a way to get through the through the crowd.
2: She won seven races now and 10 minor placings in just uh, 29 starts so she's certainly paying her way. Can we expect to see her in the fields this coming Friday at Palmerston North?
1: Yep, no, she pulled up really, really well from that run and she'll just go straight into Palmy next week and have a run during the week and we'll see how she goes from there.
2: And you think she'd be okay up another grade?
1: Um, Not too sure. Um, She's always been about a C3, C4 dog, but um, with the 3.75 coming back to Palmy, I think she'll suit that a lot better.
2: We look forward to uh, seeing her out on Friday. And um, look, Wanda, you had her uh, in the other day as well, and, and she ran third off of box number six. What did you make of that performance?
1: Um, I was actually very impressed with her because she's never managed to pick the jump from out wide yet. She's still very immature for her age and she's just taken a little bit longer to find her bearings around the racetrack and she actually run home really, really nicely. Um, I wasn't too worried about it at all.
2: Since she's had the blinkers on, Sammy, um, she's posted a couple of really quick times. Had she sort of been indicating that in, in training that she was capable of some of the times that she's been able to run at Palmerston North?
1: Um, I didn't think she'd go as fast as she has been going. She's always been a fast dog. It was just the top two inches was always a bit of a worry with her, but she seems to be getting better with every run now. So, no, I'm very happy with where she's at at the moment.
2: Had you had much experience in the past with greyhounds and, and, and blinkers, and, and what made you go for that option with Wonder?
1: Um, No, she's my first dog to ever have blinkers, um, I had, I've had been talking to Gary about it for a while because he's been always sort of my mentor about everything to do with the dogs. And yeah, we weren't too sure because she looks like she is, but she's just a funny little dog. She has a little bit of trouble concentrating at times, but um, the blinkers really have helped her to keep her mind on the job and just keep going really, really well at the moment.
2: Well, so far, I mean, she's just had the 12 starts, five wins and in, in four minor placings. so a, a really good strike rate there too for one day. How much potential do you think she has?
1: Oh, she's got... She does have a lot of potential, but she's always just been a day-by-day prospect for me with, um, yeah, just how she goes, and she's just such a chilled-out dog at home. It's unbelievable. She's really funny, actually. Everyone knows who she is on track, and, you yeah. oh, know, she's so pretty, and I think she knows she's pretty too. She...
2: Lives for the attention that um, that dog, yeah. Uh, she's yeah, She's got the, the thrilling Boris stamp all over her. His, uh, his wonder look, they're just the two race dogs you've got at the moment. You've mentioned Gary there a couple of times, that is Gary Fredrickson, Gary and Sandra Train at Foxton. Now, understand that your background is uh, is out of uh, Taranaki. So, what was your initial involvement in greyhound racing back in your days in Haora?
1: Um, So, my granddad had. Dogs ever since I was born, and I've always been in absolutely in love with the greyhounds he's he was the reason I really got into the game. Um, he's always had a team of race dogs never more but than um, ten or less than two, just on and off um, over the last oh, ten, fifteen years, and I've always been in photos with a greyhound in tow and always going to the Easter meetings at Hara. And that was sort of what brought out the love of the greyhounds for me.
2: And, Sammy, your grandfather was is uh, Ke- Kevin Hanover, is that right? Yeah, that's him. Indeed, and some people may uh, remember uh, the name, Kevin Hanover. And, Sammy, you're going to carry on the, uh, the family tradition, it would seem. But uh, you have moved to, to Foxton there to, to, to work for, with the Frederickson team. So how's that come about? Um, it
1: was... Grandad, who actually got Gary into the game, he um, went to see granddad and asked about Greyhound racing, and Grandad put him on to, to Brendan, and the rest was history there, and one day one of Grandad's dogs didn't get in, and Gary rang up and said, oh, does Sammy want to come to the races with me? And ever since then, I was only about 15 at the time, and I started going on school holidays, and then once I finished high school, I... Um, Started going to help them out every Friday nights at Whanganui and the rest is history. They um, they offered me a job at the beginning of the year, and I couldn't say no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and what do you do? You lease some kennels there for yourself for your for your small team?
1: Yeah, no, I um I do lease some kennels off of Gary and Sandra's kennels, and it's really good of them to give me the opportunity to also train my own dogs. As long as working alongside their dogs, I'm really really grateful for it.
2: Sammy, any particular ambition you have in, in greyhound racing as you look forward?
1: Oh, I would like to make it a, a full-time job. I absolutely am loving the job at the moment, and I would like to eventually one day have a nice little team of maybe 10 to 15 of my own to just keep ticking along with.
2: Well, at the moment, um, where you are at the Fredericksons, they're getting a, a decent-sized and uh, very good team around them. I see you've got uh, 11 in on Wednesday, and I'd imagine you've just been galloping a few of those uh, in the last hour or two.
1: Yeah, no, we um, have just run them all, and a couple of them did impress me a little bit. Um, didn't expect them to go as good as they did.
2: You couldn't just let us in on at least one of them for the dog speed listeners, could you, Sammy?
1: <laughs> no, no, that's all right. Um the one who impressed me the most was probably View Bruce. He's really matured after coming back from a bit of a spell. He's really starting to find his legs now and I think he could be quite a nice dog.
2: Uh, terrific. As I say, some some nice uh, young New Zealand bred greyhounds there and also some imports you've done pretty well with. Sparkle Pony won on Friday which was uh, which was excellent really because uh, your other imports there didn't have a, a great deal of luck. In fact, they got in each other's way in some of those races.
1: Yeah, no, we... We almost thought that when we seen the draws, but, you know, you never want to think of the negative, you always think of the positive side of it. But no, little Sparkle Pony, she. we didn't know what would happen with the boxes not opening, but she definitely decided to show up. Probably got a bit annoyed that the boxes didn't open the first time, to be honest. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, indeed. Hey, um, Sammy, uh, Highview Bruce is in race four on Wednesday, if uh, any of our Dog Speed listeners want to follow him through. Really appreciate your time this morning, and, uh, and all the best to you for your future. Awesome, thanks very much. It's Sammy Phillips now at Foxton. She's working with Gary and Sandra Fredrickson's team, formerly of Hara, and, of course, trains at this stage. Thrilling Maple and Wonder, both with very good strike rates for her. And that is dog speed for another week. All the best to Andy McCook, my regular co-host. He'll be back next week. I won't be. I think you might be joined by Elizabeth Whelan. She's Chief Operations Officer at Greyhound Racing New Zealand and she is responsible for all this cool Greyhound stuff you're hearing on SENZ. In the meantime, until I catch up with you again, dog speed to you. Stuff for your face and body. It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.